there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Julie Castle. So Julie, you have worn many different hats at Best Friends and apparently knocked each one of them out of the park. For instance, you've worked as an executive director of a statewide coalition. You led Best Friends Community Programs and Services Division. You then moved into leading its marketing and communications divisions. And finally, Best Friends Fundraising, in which you grew fundraising, basically doubled it to $130 million a year. Can you share with our young listeners how you approached each role, especially the more recent ones, the marketing, communications, fundraising jobs in which you had no academic training in them and probably were learning them on the job? You know, I think the thing is really if you approach things in a way that you're always a student and that aspect of listening, like really listening and listening to your predecessors and really trying to understand what you're trying to do and hearing what the challenges were before you. And that, that to me is where the history major comes into play because I feel like you can learn so much from past mistakes so that you can avoid them in the future. That's one thing. And the second thing is like, get your network going because that is where you learn so much from your peers in the industry and learn from people who are already successful. And that's something that I've always believed in and always done. I don't care who it is. I'll call them up and say, Hey, I'm Julie Castle. I live in Kanab, Utah. Can I pick your brain about, you know, how you did this or how you did that? And most people are really generous with their time. And the amount that I've learned just by reaching out and networking with other people, not just in this field, but other nonprofits has, has come to my aid a million times. Like that has helped me grow more than almost anything that I've done. And I think when you really approach things as a student, the sky's the limit. If you go in with a level of arrogance or a know-it-all attitude, man, you're always going to lose. I love that, Julie. And honestly, you demonstrated so much more courage than I had. Certainly when I started out as a journalist in the various roles that I had, I always felt like I had to fake it, you know, not that I was fooling anybody around me, right? They knew what my (laughs) resume was. And I felt that to go to people who had more experience than I did and to say, hey, could you give me some advice or could you share some insights with me about how you did X, Y, or Z would be like lifting the curtain on the Wizard of Oz. Like, oh my goodness, you know, she's really not somebody who knows what she's doing. And I think the fact that you 
had the poise to say, I'm just going to call up people, some of whom I may not even know, and ask them for their advice is awesome. Well, that's very generous of you. But I mean, I think it, I think more than anything, it was a survival skill (laughs) because I knew that a lot of these jobs, I didn't have any clue what I was doing, like no clue. And particularly jobs, if you go into nonprofits, one of the most challenging fields is fundraising and to stare down the barrel of knowing that you need to raise $70 million a year, and you've never had experience doing that is really scary. And that's where I think there's just a huge dose of humility to say, I really don't know what I'm doing. Help me build a strategy and reaching out to other people who have been successful. I think it was honestly just like, I I better get real here because if I don't, I don't want the animals to suffer or any staff (laughs) that are on our payroll. So It was highly motivating for me. And it's actually an interesting experiment to job hop like that, because I think it keeps you sharp and definitely not bored. (laughs) For sure. So what advice do you have for young people, especially for young women who research has shown suffer more than men from something called the imposter syndrome, the fear of getting found out to be a fraud? I have heard that saying more in the past 18 months since I've been CEO than I've heard in my entire life. And it's fascinating to me because I almost feel like I feel like everybody I know has gone through that. I've gone through that. And I think it's okay to let yourself go through that because in your own mind, you are entering new territory. You are sort of doing something that you personally have never done before. And I think it's a matter of just stealing yourself away from that negativity and really believing that you can do this, that all those other women before you who have achieved greatness aren't that different from you. And to me, it's a really fine line between having that breakthrough moment and just sitting back and being too afraid to step out and say, I'll do it. I'll take this on. It's a fascinating concept. And I think everybody goes through it. I really do. I couldn't agree more, Julie. And I hope that our young listeners will take comfort from this, that it is natural to feel that way, especially when you're in a new role and you're pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. And that doesn't mean that you can just kick back and let the chips fall where they may. It actually means you need to go into hyperdrive and seek out people who have more experience than you do. Try to get their advice. Try to read or watch YouTube videos or you know reach out to people in your field and really have that be a fire underneath you to help you conquer your fear and to help you achieve the outcomes that you want to achieve in your job. Yeah. And I think for women in particular, there's a study about how women lead and women tend to lead in a circular fashion. And what that means is that they really lean on their leadership team and those around them. And I think that for the most part, women want to help other women. And it's, I think, 
being vulnerable to sit down with somebody, if it's another woman or a man or, or whatever, and saying, Hey, I really need some help here. And I've never done this before. Would you be willing to spend 30 minutes with me to kind of walk me through the plan that I've outlined? And I think most women will jump at that because they want to help. They want to help grow that workforce. And I think there's a certain honor in being asked your opinion too. And that is a powerful tool, actually. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.